On March 2nd, 2021, Riot Games released Valorant Episode 2 Act 2, bringing major changes to the game. This marks one month short of one year since the game's initial release in April 2020. The game has come a long way since April 2020, adding two new maps, five agents, and countless bug fixes and balance adjustments. In Episode 2 Act 2, the game brings another new agent, Astra, changes the rank system, and an exciting future for competitive play. I'm your host, David. And I'm your host, Sean. And today we will be exploring all of the new changes in Valorant Patch 2.04 and how much the game has grown since its initial release. Starting off today, we'll talk about the newest agent to come to the game, Astra. Astra is a controller and brings some very interesting new abilities that will definitely affect the meta in a very unique way. Her first ability is the Gravity Will. And that Gravity Well kind of works in a similar way to um, Zarya's Graviton Surge in Overwatch. Basically what it does is it pulls anyone who's in a certain radius of the Gravity Well in towards the center. And after a short period of time when the Gravity Well runs out, it'll uh, basically make anyone in the center of the Gravity Well take a little bit extra damage. And I think before we go into the other abilities, I think it'd be good to kind of explain like the various different roles in the game and what different agents do. So Astra is a controller where basically um, her her job is to kind of block off lines of vision and uh, be able to control certain areas of the map, um, mainly through through smoke abilities that just block off vision or walls and stuff like that. Um, there are also other types of agents such as duelists, which have abilities specifically made to take fights and to to get entry frags and get a lot of kills. Um, there are sentinels who are good at placing down traps, watching flanks, um, holding certain choke points. And finally, there are initiators, which are good at, um, which sometimes have such things such as drones, things that can gather information from different areas, and um, also have flashes, which assist the duelists in getting those entry frags. Now, Astra is a controller, so... Um, her other abilities consist of, besides just that gravity well, consist of smokes, which she can activate using her primary ability, um, meaning she gets she gets them for free at the beginning of every single round. So normally you would have to buy abilities at the at the beginning of every single round. She gets them for free. This is something constant um, across all of the controllers, such as Brimstone, Omen, and Viper. Her other ability is a stun similar to Breach. It's more used as a trap where you place it down pre-round and when someone goes over it, you're able to activate it then stunning the other player. Finally, her ultimate ability, which is something that you gain over the course of multiple rounds and is usually the most powerful ability, is her wall. It's similar to a viper wall where once she places it down, it splits the entire map. It blocks off line of sight from one end to the other, but what's also special about her wall is it blocks bullets, meaning you can't shoot through them, being really powerful for for retakes and attacks and also it damps noise so if you're running on one side of the wall the person on the other side can't hear you which also makes it really powerful um, for being really sneaky and in that sense the wall is kind of similar to uh, Symmetra's ultimate ability from Overwatch also which basically makes it so that you know you can't damage people on the other side which means which uh, brings up a lot of new opportunities for people to play on like around the walls for example you know working around post plants and everything setting up a wall so that you know people can't like shoot you through a smoke or you know spray someone who's trying to defuse the bomb uh, setting up a wall to prevent that will definitely change how, you know, post plants will be played and everything. And as attackers will have to, you know, play closer to the bomb now and be able to, you know, in case a wall is put up, still be able to deny the defuse if they need to. Um, and also uh, things like her stun and her smoke 
add just add more things that attackers have to either play around or it can uh, actually hinder defenders when she's being used on attack because those stuns can be used to you know clear commonly held positions and smokes can also block off lines of sight from the defenders so you know the attackers can get onto site safely and the patch has been out for a couple of days now and a lot of people have gotten the chance to play Astra. Uh, the common consensus around the player base is that Astra is a very strong character who has a lot of potential, but she is hard to master, like getting getting the hang of all of her abilities and be able to use them effectively is very hard. But, you know, you know, a lot of people think that once that does happen and once people do learn how to play her, she's going to be really powerful. That kind of brings up the new things in esports for Valorant where there's actually going to be a LAN tournament in Iceland that they're holding. They're going to have all the COVID restrictions, fly out the teams that they need to, and they're going to compete for the World Championship. Um, the question that arises then is, you know, if Astra just released and she could be a little bit too powerful, maybe she needs some adjustments, is she going to be able to be played in those tournaments? Right now, my guess would be no. Um, Riot and a lot of other esports, whenever they release new characters, um, those are usually banned in competitive tournaments for a short amount of time until they are able to be played. That is my guess on what is going to happen to Astra, but I don't think Riot has put out an official statement about whether she'll be able to be played in competitive. Yeah, and also uh, significance about that uh, tournament is actually it is the first uh, land tournament that Valorant will ever have in its history. So all the tournaments uh, up until now have been online and been played with, you know, disadvantages of online play, such as, you know, high ping, uh, ping discrepancies between uh, different players from the distance they are from the server. But now, you know, they, with their first ever tournament on land, they'll actually be able to see who is truly the better team as it'll be a level playing field with everyone playing, you know, uh, with minimal latency and not having the problems with competitive play, which is a big milestone for uh, the Valorant competitive esports scene. You know, I think you're forgetting the most important thing about this is it's going to be a global tournament. So this tournament's not only going to see who's the best in every region, which has been every single tournament, like multiple different tournaments playing in Europe, in Brazil, in North America. This tournament is going to be global. So there's going to be the best teams from Europe, the best teams from North America, the best teams from Brazil, and they're all going to have different play styles and ways that they play the game because those teams are always playing each other so they only learn how to play each other in their own region so when they go to global competition it's going to be something that's going to be really interesting to see you know it reminds me of uh, something like the six invitational where you know teams from just all different regions who have you know their own play styles who've been playing against people who play similarly to them and you it's interesting to be able to see all of these play styles cr clash and see which one comes out on top and which one is truly the most effective play style and competitive play kind of ties into ranked and there have been uh, quite a few ranked changes coming with this patch especially a lot of changes when it comes to the highest ranked in the game radiant so at the start of the patch all radiants were set back to immortal which is the rank below radiant and they have added a sort of an rr entry uh parameter where you need to have at least 300 rank rating in immortal to even qualify to become radiant uh, on top of that, at the start of the season, everyone in Radiant and Immortal uh, lost 90% of their elo. So they will be, um, you know, set back and they'll all be around the same level during the start of the season. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see who can climb to the top of the leaderboards uh, this season. And 
it's cool talking about all of, like the highest rank people, the Radiance, the Immortals, but those are all 1%. The majority of the players are probably all around, you know, Silver, Gold, Plat, Diamond, those types of players. The big change coming to them is that they will now be able to queue or join games in the same party with a wider range of ranks. So now if you're an Iron 1, which is the lowest rank in the game, you're able to queue with a Silver 3. And mind you, that goes from Iron 1, Iron 2, Iron 3, Bronze 1, Bronze 2, Bronze 3, and Silver 1, Silver 2, Silver 3. So all of those ranks can queue with each other now, which is huge because before, um, when you were like a Silver 3, you weren't even able to queue with an Iron at all. You would only be able to queue with, you know, Golds and Bronzes. And this goes all the way up to other ranks too, such as, you know, golds being able to queue with diamonds and that kind of thing. It's going to be interesting to see how these changes play out because there's going to be a wider range of skill in the games, which could lead to more unbalanced teams and unfair games. It seems like a lot of people are happy because they're going to be able to play with their friends who aren't in the same rank as them. But, you know, we'll, we'll see how, how it actually affects people in game. And speaking of, you know, teammates and everything, uh, sometimes, you know, when you're solo queuing and everything, you know, comms aren't the greatest. So Riot actually released um, a couple of changes to uh, the voice lines of the characters in game. So characters will now give you some extra information when they are calling out themselves in game. So for example, you know, if let's say one of your teammates kills an enemy who's carrying the spike uh, on the B site, your teammates actual in game character will now call out that the spike has been dropped down on the B side. So a little bit more information being passed around to, you know, the players, which is definitely beneficial for, you know, the solo queue community uh, when, you know, you don't get as much information from your actual teammates. So now players can get a little bit more information about what's going on from the actual game itself, which definitely will help out. Yeah. Um, in conclusion, I think this was a pretty good patch. Riot Games is definitely taking this game in the right direction. They have a really good competitive team behind them, content team, you know, the skins even in the game and the shops are, are looking pretty good. And uh, yeah. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the No Camping Podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time here with us today. This has been Sean. This has been David. Signing off from Scott Signer. As always, our socials will be linked in the description below. Thank you guys once again for listening. Peace. Peace.